Hey, I'm Derek Watts, and this is Carte Blanche, the podcast. Here you will find in-depth stories on the issues that matter, while we also bring you exclusive interviews and analysis to help you better understand the stories behind the headlines. So turn up the volume and settle in. It's been a period of unimaginable horror for the people of Turkey and Syria. In the immediate aftermath, several aid groups from around the world made their way to the devastated regions to assist in rescue and recovery efforts. We go to the epicenter and speak to South Africans affected by the disaster. We begin with breaking news, an earthquake on a terrifying scale. The early morning 7.8 magnitude earthquake struck as most people slept. The images are horrific tonight and it is heartbreaking. In the early hours of Monday morning, multiple deadly earthquakes rocked Syria and Turkey. It's a tragedy that struck thousands of kilometers away. But even in a suburban restaurant in Sunning Hill, Johannesburg, popular with locals and expats, the aftershocks are being felt. When I wake up, I saw the news and I tried to call someone. They didn't answer. Uh, I text by the WhatsApp. Maybe they died. Maybe still live, some of them. Fatih grew up in Turkey, but moved to Johannesburg to run his restaurant, Istanbul Kebab. Following the disaster, he was desperately trying to get hold of his family back home, but to no avail. Then, hours later, came the good news. They were unharmed. I can't tell you. We have to be there. We can see what happened there. We are sad for other people. They lose their family and everything, actually. According to reports, 23 million people have been affected by these earthquakes. However, this is not a new phenomenon. Earthquakes are a common occurrence in the region. It was a 7.7 .7 magnitude earthquake. That's massive. That happened in the early hours of the morning, just after four o'clock. Yashni Padayachi is a South African-born television presenter working for TRT World in Turkey. She lives in Istanbul, a city that was not affected by the earthquakes. She witnessed the tragedy unfold together with millions of viewers. It was almost 10 hours later that there was a second earthquake. And this, I think, was a 7.5 magnitude earthquake. And this is something that you do not hear of. Turkey is on this region that geophysicists call Anatolia, and it's been squeezed in between Arabia and Eurasia. Professor Raymond Durheim teaches geosciences at the University of the Witwatersrand. He is part of a group researching earthquakes and seismology. They have been following the disaster in Syria and Turkey. Why did this happen? Well, 
This is just part of a long natural process of the continents moving around and jostling with each other. In that part of the world, there are earthquakes, you could say, virtually daily. Uh, maybe every decade or two, there would be a destructive earthquake. And perhaps every century or two, there'd be a great earthquake like this that causes widespread damage. You know, you don't have to be somebody who's living here. You just have to be a human being who can look at the children who have not made it. The parents who are searching for their children, families that have been completely separated in the middle of winter, in what, what people have described as the worst disaster to hit Turkey in a century. We've seen people just sit in the side of the street lost and just trying to see what has happened. Dr. Ahmed Bam is the head of Gift of the Givers, a disaster response organization from South Africa. His team is currently in Turkey providing assistance. Most of the injuries that we're seeing is traumatic, huge cuts, uh, amputations, and crush injuries, and that's the type of injuries that we are currently seeing. As is often the case with tragedies, hope is what brings us together. In a war-torn Syria, a voluntary group called the White Helmets are working around the clock to save lives. For now, at least, the sound of guns is replaced by silence as they listen for signs of life. Seeing stories of babies who've been pulled out alive have been particularly heartwarming. There was a story in Syria of a woman who gave birth under the rubble. She sadly uh, didn't survive, but her newborn infant did and was pulled out um, by rescue workers. That baby has been born in the midst of, of tragedy, but is already a survivor. The Turkish citizens have been so warm, welcoming, praising you, motivating you, and just saying thank you for coming. Thank you, South Africa. You came all the way from South Africa to be with us. For people like Fatih, far removed from the chaos, it is just as difficult. Grateful that his family is safe in Turkey, he knows every day he's able to talk to them is a blessing. Turkish people, uh, good, good people. They're gonna help each other. They're gonna sort it out, but it's not easy. That's very much a Turkish sentiment. It's a country that comes together in times of need, and, and that type of strength and unity and resilience is definitely going to be needed uh, over the long term. As the death toll continues to climb, we carry the people of Syria and Turkey in our thoughts as they now face yet another challenge, rebuilding their lives. Thanks for listening to Carte Blanche, the podcast. There's another episode coming your way tomorrow. Follow and subscribe to ensure you don't miss it.